Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning is offered for informational purposes only. Before you make any major life changes, please seek the help of a professional or your physician before you do so. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Well, hello, and thank you for joining us. For this episode of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning, my name is Aaron, and here is Dr. Banning. How are you, Dr. Banning? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you, Aaron? I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be back on the mic. We've had a couple of episodes of interviews that have been fantastic, and I've really enjoyed actually producing those, but I missed being here talking with you, even though well, I was here while you were talking. <laughs> I know. You were kind of in the background there, giving me signs and... Making yes. funny faces and all that stuff. Well, that's part of my job is yeah, to, sure. to keep it light. You do a good job at that. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, today we're talking about the thyroid, some thyroid issues, and this is probably going to stretch into a, a somewhat of a series because it's such a deep subject, and it seems to be really popular. Well, um, what happens is I get a, a sampling of the population out there as I look at their history and their information that they fill out. I get to see how many medications they're on. We get to see what, what other health issues they have besides their neck and their back pain. And, you know, when they first come in, they're they're thinking that uh, I'm trying to try and treat their neck and back pain. But really, to tell you the truth, when you, when you relieve stress on a body, there's so many other things that get well. Yeah. And so I'll tell you what. I think, especially amongst the women, man, I would say one in four or five, maybe one in six, mark thyroid issues one in six yeah yeah and it's becoming more prevalent i mean and a lot of them have been on the medications and stuff and and they're really you know typically when you look at somebody that has thyroid issues you know some of their issues will be they they don't sleep well okay they sure. don't have good energy yeah they don't handle temperature changes they flush easily they get night sweats you know, and it just goes on and on and on. And the other thing that's really interesting is the C6, the sixth cervical vertebrae has a nerve that comes out and just goes directly to the thyroid gland. And so a lot of research has been given into people that get in car accidents. The majority of people that have been in a car accident and have an issue at C6 will develop thyroid issues. Really? Yeah. I learned that probably a couple of months ago, and uh, it was fascinating. And I started, you know, as I go through, you know, describing where their problems are, what segments are involved, and I've got a little anatomical chart that's electric, and I'll push the button. See, this is C6, and, uh, you know, that's going to your arms, hands, and fingers. And I used to not really say much about the thyroid, but I got so, I get so many comments where people's like, well, man, that's funny because that goes right to my thyroid. And I've had thyroid issues for a while, and it's like, it's so common nowadays. Yeah. So I thought, let's let's talk about the endocrine system. So uh, for our listeners, just to try and simplify things, 
Um, the endocrine system is made up of glands that produce and secrete hormones. Hormones are chemical substances that are produced inside the body. They regulate the activity of your cells and your organs. They regulate things like the body's growth, the body's repair, the metabolism, physical and chemical processes of the body, sex drive, energy, you know, metabolism, just so many important things that allow us to adapt or maintain a homeostatic or a that regulate the internal environment to the environment externally. And so, you know, that's what the endocrine system is. The endocrine system, the master gland, the endocrine system is called the pituitary. It's inside of our brain, and we always talk about how important a brain is. Well, here you go again. Here's another example. Yeah. Then there's a hypothalamus, which is just above the pituitary. There's just so many things that are amazing about these bodies, but the hormones are regulated by a feedback mechanism. And the way it works is the hypothalamus, it's about the size of an almond, and there's a little stalk that comes off the hypothalamus. It's called the infundibulum, but actually it's just like a little stalk with a little pea on the end of it. The pituitary is about the size of a pea. But those two things are extremely powerful. And the hypothalamus is also the seat of our emotions. So our emotions can, can, can affect our endocrine system. Okay? Okay. So... Uh, this negative feedback system, uh, th- this is important to understand, to understand how hormones are regulated. So if you're low in testosterone, and, and lab tests are so false, well, people start slathering themselves in testosterone. <laughs> it's like the most popular thing going right now. Yeah, I know. You know, and so the negative feedback loop, basically the hypothalamus has a vascular supply. It's called the hypothalamic that's easy for you to say. Yeah, I know. It's a hypothalamic <laughs> blood uh, system, basically. Those big words. There's, is there's tech- a lot. Of, yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a vasculature system that surrounds the hypothalamus. And so the hypothalamus actually is monitoring all of these hormones in our body. And so if all of a sudden you get too much testosterone in your body, well, what happens? It shuts down production of testosterone it's sending signals to the testes and that's how it works so when you start slathering this testosterone on and testosterone levels go up in the body what do you think the hypothalamus is doing it's stopping production because because it's saying hey we got a lot of testosterone here let's just shut it down so what you're you're ensuring is is you're going to be paying for testosterone for the rest of your life (laughs) sounds like somebody had a plan yeah And, and the other thing is is your body naturally makes it but for some reason, we can put this testosterone cream on our skin and absorb it that way. <laughs> you know? I, anyhow. It's another one of those money-making things. <laughs> I know. I got off on a trail is what I did. But uh, back to talking about the endocrine system. So these negative feedback systems, that's how the body regulates its internal environment. And then the hypothalamus will say, hey, we're low in, you know, thyroid-stimulating hormone. Okay. And then from there, it'll release thyroid-stimulating hormone to pituitary. And a pituitary will secrete something called T3. T3? T3. That was a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Are you serious? Yeah, Terminator T3. 
I didn't know that. Yeah. I love I love Arnold's movies and stuff. Oh, but I'll, I'll be have, back. Yes, okay. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> so T3, basically T3 means there's, there's three iodine groups on that particular chemical. I think it's called thyroxine. And what will happen is, guess what? That's not the active form. That's that's going to go to the to the thyroid when when the TSH goes to the thyroid. The thyroid will produce T three. Okay. T three is not the active form. Guess what, boys and girls? T three goes to the liver, and it has to be activated by the liver to turn into T four. Ah. Which then hits the thyroid again, and that increases or regulates the thyroid can go ahead and control the metabolism that way so we got a liver in there somewhere it's turning on hormones okay Okay. so let's say you know you have an unhealthy liver what's going to happen it won't it won't function properly for one thing yeah so the liver won't function properly and so then what happens is it doesn't activate these hormones and so you can have liver problems. They can affect your hormones. Oh, I see. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, it does. So, I mean, it goes on and on. There's just layers and layers of the benefits of eating healthy. It goes into your your brain, your endocrine system, and so forth. And so um, it's really important to understand that. And so what I'd like to do is just go over some things that we can talk about here that, uh, you know, that the endocrine system does. It's basically called the hypothalamus pituitary, thyroid, adrenal, gonadal axis. I've heard most of those. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's because okay. I hang around with you too much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't but know. I've heard, I've heard yeah. most of those, all but that last one. But uh, the thing that's so important to realize is, is it's the hypothalamus is seated right where your emotions, um, your desires, and your passions uh, can, uh, can affect your endocrine system and now so, is that a two-way street can, if you're having problems with your endocrine system can it affect your emotions uh basically way, way, way the way i believe it works is your brain filters everything and it responds to everything and your hypothalamus is just involved with temperature regulation body regulation gotcha all those things and when when you get stressed out that hypothalamus will just start throwing up stress hormones instead of the normal hormones that we're going to talk about here. Gotcha. You know, and so it, it changes your physiology and it can result in stress and dis-ease in your body and just a whole host of things. Anyhow, so like all parts of your body, the endocrine system needs nutritional support. When our bodies and our minds are under stress, either from psychological factors like work, finances, relationships, or metabolic factors, like low blood sugar, eating too much junk food, uh, an inflammatory lifestyle, infection, malnourishment, drugs, toxins, etc. The glands are taxed. And if they're not strong enough, if you're not well nourished, a lot of the minerals and their vitamins and their cofactors that work together to strengthen the endocrine system and, and allow it to make a an appropriate response to a change in your environment, they just don't work. Okay. And so they can weaken and become functionally insufficient. Okay. 
And a lot of the lab tests just don't tell the whole story because of what we just talked about with the liver. You can have a bad liver if the liver's not activating the hormones, then uh, that can lead to a false positive. What can happen too is when you do a lot of therapeutic work with one specific gland, yeah, it can throw the whole system off. The, the whole okay. system is interrelated. I mean, it's just amazing how it works. So that's what we want to talk about. You know, so the, I have something at the office called, it's called the system survey form. And what we do is we have the patient fill out an exhaustive questionnaire, and then we do some examinations on them, and we look to see what what system in their body is depleted the most and what system needs the most support okay. nutritionally. What's happening nowadays is there's so much stress nowadays. People are dealing with so much stress. Or, uh, the endocrine system is being taxed more and more. And so just about everybody needs something to help support the endocrine system. Now, a lot of people will say, well, there's food. Yeah, well, of course there's food. But your endocrine glands need specific types of minerals to help them function and carry on. So what's happening to our soil? It's depleted. It's depleted. So yeah. the minerals are depleted. It's dying off. Um, I mean, we got all these fancy pesticides that they're spraying, and they're just wearing out the, the soil and that. So a lot of our mineral supply in our foods is depleted. And so that, over time, along with stress and along with toxins and inflammation, can really affect your endocrine system. So um, we want to talk about uh, thyroid. Uh, we're going to talk about two types of uh, thyroid issues the thyroid, is, as most people know, is responsible for the metabolic tone of the body. So in thyroid overactivity, there's some, some hallmark signs that are associated with a hyperthyroid. One is a rapid heart rate. Another one is tremors, especially of the tongue. Really? Yes. Okay. Sweating of the hands, soles of the feet. How many times have you shook somebody's hand at church and it's cold and sweaty? A number of times. Yeah, you're like, like, whoa. You just, kinda, you've been fishing? Yeah. It's kind of creepy. It's like they put a fish in your hand, you know? Yes, Cold, sweaty hands. I mean, there's a lot of signs that uh, that somebody has an overactive thyroid. They're not gaining weight. They have a big appetite. They might have dizziness um, and things like that. So, you know, they can have nervousness, um, intolerance to heat. How many people do you know nowadays that have intolerance to heat? I know some. There's a lot of people yeah. out there. Um, highly emotional. I know a lot of those too. <laughs> yeah. You know, they flush easy. Rosacea. Yeah. So you look at the thyroid, its job is to control its, its body temperature too. And so it can control, it, it's tied in with the arteries dilating on the outside of your body to release heat. Mm-hmm or shunting the, the blood from the surface of the body towards the, the core of the body. So it's, it's in, involved in temperature control. So when you have issues with your thyroid, you're going to have issues with temperature control. You're going to get cold. You're going to get hot. You're going to have issues with your sweating, you know, all those fun things. Then you also have uh, the heart palpitations. And a, a, a fast pulse at rest is just a classic sign of hyperthyroidism. Um, the eyelids and the face can twitch. You want to make sure the patient doesn't have B B deficiency because B deficiency can really affect a lot of the uh, 
the muscles and i think the that, nerve that, issues uh, that's big now too a lot of folks are b deficient i believe because mm-hmm. they're not getting outside for one thing nowadays yeah they're not getting much exercise in uh well the other thing is is people that have a lot of sugar intake which is what we've got today um it it, it literally just destroys vitamin b complex your body actually makes vitamin b there's something called the intrinsic factor that uh, if you have a healthy GI tract, it'll produce that. But B is like the nerve vitamin. And so you'll have issues with uh, nerve impulses, just not being, um, you know, when you're just sitting there resting and all of a sudden your muscles are twitching. Yeah. You know, so it's a lack of control type of an issue with the nerves. That drives me nuts Um, when that happens. Yeah. Um, Irritability and restlessness is another sign of hyperthyroidism. Now, why'd you look at me when you said that? (laughs) I, I looked at you out of the corner of my eye. I didn't look straight at you. I'm not irritable. Okay. All right. <laughs> Can't work under pressure. So those are a lot of the things that, you know, if you were to look at somebody that's hyperthyroid and maybe you think you've got it, that would be, a, those were indicators right there. And uh, then we've got screenings too. But if you just look at the thyroid out of the whole endocrine system, though, you're, you're going to be you could miss a couple of things because our energy glands are in the endocrine system. Your thyroid, your adrenals, and your gonads are where you get your energy. Okay. All right. So, you know, stress affects all of those glands, specifically the adrenals and the thyroids and the gonads. How many times, you know, people are stressed out and well, you might know, not know this, but I, I know a lot of people who get stressed out and they can't, have relations with their spouse you know i just found out i was studying the other day that insulin insulin's a hormone secreted by the pancreas okay this is this is outside the endocrine system that we're talking about here but as insulin levels go up the sex hormones go down really yeah so insulin is increased by a trashy diet how about that sugary diet yeah so there's a lot of people out there that are having issues because they can't have relations and the doctor is giving them all these sex hormones when the doctor hasn't even talked to them about their sugar intake and their insulin levels yeah that's a big problem okay so so well what might they notice well may not be able to get an erection may not be able to have an orgasm or the hormones actually help to maintain um the skin in the, the urinary tract and the genitalia and things like that and so um it's just overall health and maintenance of of the uh that that system and when those things go down all that atrophies and it just goes to pot okay all right that makes sense um the other thing that can happen is their prostate can get swollen um you know and the uterus can have issues as well it can degenerate so um everything is just so interrelated yeah. The more I learn, the yeah. more I, I realize, you know, when people say, I have a symptom here, or maybe this needs to be cut out, or I might need to take this drug, that type of thinking is just, it's so, um, it doesn't recognize how interconnected everything is in the human body. It just doesn't. Yeah. And so if you're all about health, it's important to appreciate how the body functions and works as a whole. Um, so I would say that that was the main, what's the word? The cornerstone of health is knowing how 
your body works. It seems to yeah. me that that only makes sense. Or maybe not necessarily knowing all of it, but appreciating it and understanding your body better. Most people, they don't understand their body. They don't even have a relationship with their body. It's yeah. just like, oh, it hurts here. Okay, um, what can we do to get rid of that pain? Um, well, I sit a lot. Um, so, you know, what are we going to do to modify that problem? What are we going to do to change that? Well, get a sit-stand desk. Get out and move more. So when you get out and exercise more, you know, endorphins are another part of the endocrine system. I did not. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, endorphins. That's when you get that high, that yeah. good feeling when you get up in the morning. That runner's high. Yeah. yeah. And actually, did you know this? And we'll go over this here shortly, but your circadian rhythm and the way your adrenal system works with your endocrine system, when you get up in the morning, that's when you should just be like, wow, it's yeah. a great day. And that's when the adrenals secrete their hormones and at their highest, they're at their highest level in the morning. Okay. Okay. That explains my morning personness. That energy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so, do feel when I get out of bed, it takes me about 10 minutes, but I really feel good, you know, because I got to shake off the sluggish. Uh-huh. But uh, that makes a lot of sense. Does so, that mean I have a good thyroid? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Well, you're my doctor. Yeah. You should know these things. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. All right. Uh, so this is the deal. Uh, we'll, we'll slide into hypothyroidism, which seems to be more popular. But, now, this uh, is, you, you, we, we're coming from hyper and we're going to hypo? Hyper means above. Hypo means below okay. normal function. So you should be able to assume a lot of things here. But there's a lot, you know, like. They're going to be cold, low metabolism, that kind of thing. But a couple of hallmark uh, findings of somebody that has low thyroid function would be dry, scaly skin and headaches upon awakening that leave after a couple of hours. I've had that in the past. Have you? Yeah. Well, this is on a regular basis. Okay, so, no, never. Yeah. Um, so the degree of symptoms can range from like mild fatigue to actually people being in a life-threatening coma. Um, now, that's a big jump. Yeah. And so a lot of people that have uh, normal um, blood values can actually appear to have thyroid insufficiency. And so what's happening is a lot of the blood tests are just not catching it in time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh... Well, you're not collapsed and fatigued yet, um, but you are showing signs of it. So when do we take the drug? Yeah. When do we radiate the thyroid? Yes. When do we do this? Well, not quite yet. It's got to get worse. Okay. <laughs> right? That sounds about right, yeah. I mean, it's sad, isn't I it? Wish, I wish this was a video podcast for that expression you just made. It was Ugh. beautiful. It was so true. I can make some weird expressions. I don't even have to be expressing anything. I can make a weird expression. So it's above, down, inside, out. That's what we, That's how healing takes place. That's a chiropractic saying, but it's also how, if we look at stress, it all, all starts in the brain, right? Right, yeah. Um, and so if the brain is stressed, it affects healing from above, down, inside, out. And so it's important to understand that, that part of it, how your body works. It starts from the brain and works its way through the spinal cord, through the nerves, Anyhow, there's lots of things that can interfere with the whole system. And, and we're taking organs out and, and yeah. looking at them specifically. But this affects everything. So 
you could have a problem with pituitary gland where it's insufficient. You can have a stressed hypothalamus, which is creating stress hormones, which is shutting down your thyroid hormones. Um, you can have adrenal insufficiency. You can have gonadal failure, gonadal failure. That okay. sounds frightening. Well, the thing is, is they all interrelate with one another. So one of the best things that you can do is to support the whole system. Yeah. Not just one part of it. Okay. You know, we offer nutrition that actually supports the whole male or the whole female endocrine system. So they're different. And it's whole food. Well, of course they are. <laughs> right? I, I never really thought about that. I just What's figured different? if they... Do you think the gonads are the same or different? What do you mean? Do you think a female has different gonads? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I, knew, I, fig- I was trying to help you out there. Okay. <laughs> but no, but, the, it, but if my wife and I are on the same diet... Uh-huh. Um, we're, and we're eating nutritious foods. Uh huh. Th- apparently, there's there's nutrients that she needs more of that I need less of, and vice versa. Is that right? Because our systems are different. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, no. Okay. No. Okay. Good. No. Okay. No. The fact that she's hardwired as a female and you're hardwired as a male, their body knows what to do and and so forth. Okay. But, uh, All right. Yeah. We are amazing machines. Oh, it's just unbelievable. The more I, the more I talk to you and the more I study, man, God knew what he was doing he did didn't he <laughs> even with people like us <laughs> well i think he added a, a something special to us dr banning oh sure he did <laughs> or maybe he left yeah. something out i don't know there's something different so so any of these things that we've talked about any of these lifestyle issues that we have can interfere with the pr- production of energy and eventually that will catch up to you so you notice when people have no low energy what happens they get depressed. Right. Yeah. yeah. They have no motivation. And their libido shuts down. And so really the joy of life is just sucked out of somebody's world when they have issues with their endocrine system. Okay. Okay. Let's go over some signs of, of low thyroid function. That's a good idea. Increase in weight. We know that. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and then the other thing is with increasing weight, it can be an adrenal problem or it can be a gonadal problem because all three of the organs produce energy and energy helps with metabolism. Okay. Okay. And that only makes and sense to me. Calories. It always has. Yeah. Um, decrease in appetite. You know, you're not burning the calories, so your your appetite isn't near as what it, what it was or what it would be. So, okay. technically speaking, someone could be eating less and gaining weight. Yes. Okay. Um. You know, and a lot of times people have uh, a toxic bowel or they have constipation. Um, you know, the constipation, remember we talked about the liver? Yes. If the liver is toxic, the liver is congested. If the liver is congested, it's not processing, it's not detoxifying, it's not turning on and activating these hormones. Okay? All right. So, um, dry and scaly skin... You know, uh, that's a that's a gallbladder issue because you're not processing fat. Fat's an important part of healthy skin, but um, that's also a sign of low thyroid, low metabolism, um, because the blood's not circulating like it should be, and the skin's just not. It's it's flaking off. What are you looking at? Your skin? Yes. Oh. <laughs> you are a bit flaky, aren't you? I am a little flaky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Being sensitive to the cold, that's a that's a classic one. You sleep during the day. 
Um, and so we talked about uh, a couple of things that could be uh, of concern here is uh, your body's not clearing oxygen. It's not producing oxygen. We talk about mitochondria before. There are little, these, these little organs in your cells. Mitochondria are the powerhouse of the cells. If the mitochondria aren't working, they're not producing oxygen. If you're eating junk, it's producing just pollution in your body. You have no oxygen. You have no energy. Mental sluggishness is a pretty common one, but a lot of people have that. A lot of your uh, hair falls out. Oh, gosh, that's that, terrible. That'll tie in with dry skin, too, because dry skin, it's like the, the basis or it's the, the foundation. Skin is the foundation for your hair, so if your skin's not doing well, your hair's not going to do well, hmm. especially the coarse hair, so that would be like the armpits and the pubic area. Oh, okay. So um, headaches upon rising in the morning. They wear off during the day. That's a classic. Uh, now, why is that, if you don't mind me asking? Um, a lot of it has to do with blood sugar. Um, you can have blood sugar fluctuation, and that can create headaches in the morning because what happens? Your blood sugar is at its lowest in the morning, right? Because you're not eating all night. Right. And so you're not eating a lot of food. You don't have an appetite. And so you can have a reactive hypoglycemic headache. Okay. All right. Pulse slows down. Okay. Now, a lot of athletes will have a low pulse rate, so you got to rule that out. And uh, but, the, but the low pulse, that's pretty, that's pretty typical. Um, another another one is frequency of urination. Of course, you want to rule out diabetes and a bladder infection. Um, and uh, reduced initiative. So, okay. Yeah, those are several of them. Um, and so, you know, hopefully this helped people understand. But th- again, you know, people think thyroid, thyroid, thyroid. Think of the whole axis. You know, the hypothalamus, the pituitary. Look at your lifestyle. Do you have a lot of stress? Are you sleeping good? Um, are you eating good? How's your energy? Are you overweight? What's your blood sugar? And if you're having issues like this, it's going to eventually trickle down and affect your endocrine system and your overall health. And so this is something you do not want to procrastinate on because, like we say a lot of times, procrastination is a thief of so many good things in our lives. Oh, yeah. And so... And that's we'll, the truth. Yeah. And so we always tell our patients, hey, one of the best things that you can do is just start drinking water. Just a step at a time. Be the turtle. Don't be the rabbit. And uh, you know, we have patients come in here and they want to come in at their own speed. We do that. We have some people that want to really go after it and they'll do a detox. We have one lady, a podcast uh, gal that was listening to the podcast. She's a patient. We give her patients all the information on the podcasts. And she listened to that, and she's like, man, I need to do this detox. Sweet. So we weighed her and measured her, and uh, I think she's like on her first first week now, and she's already noticed a huge change. But this will change her endocrine system. It'll change her liver. It'll change a bunch. And then she's getting adjusted, so she's really going to notice some good good changes. So, Well, that's awesome. And speaking of podcasts, listener, if you haven't heard the last two podcasts that we had with Tiffany and Kathy, uh, the interviews that Dr. Banning did, and you did a fantastic job. I wanted to. I sure to, didn't feel like. Well, it. you did great. Those were two of the most interesting podcasts, and to me, the questions that arose and were answered were amazing. And and Kathy said something in last week's podcast that that opened my eyes. I'm going to discuss that with you later. But anyway, listener, if you have a question for Dr. Banning, feel free to call us, especially if you're in the Middle Tennessee area. You can call us at area code six one five. 
672-7878. Or if you're close enough, just stop on by. We're located at 157 Raymond Hirsch Parkway in White House, Tennessee. Um, Dr. Banning also has a contact form on the website where you can fill out just your name and email address and, and ask a question that way. So we'll get back to you. Either, either way you contact us, uh, just go to whitehousechiropractic.com. There's a contact us button and check that. Dr. Banning, this has been a, a great episode. I've really enjoyed listening to you talk about the thyroid, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. Okay, good. We're going to talk about the adrenals next week. Excellent. Take care. <laughs>